people by writing, The church in the United States is experiencing a crisis without precedent in our time. The Greek word scandalon, from which we get the English scandal, means an obstacle or a stumbling block, often something intentionally placed in front of someone else. The clergy sex abuse crisis, especially since it has become more public in the United States in January of 2002, has shaken the faith of many people in the church. In Dallas, in June of 2002, on June 13th, the president of the Bishop's Conference, Wilton Gregory, then the Bishop of Belleville, Illinois, now the Archbishop of Atlanta, spoke to the assembled bishops and to the many media representatives who were present there. And he said, My brother bishops, my brothers and sisters in Christ, the Catholic Church in the United States is in a very grave crisis, perhaps the gravest we have faced. The crisis is not about a lack of faith in God. In fact, those Catholics who live their faith actively day by day will tell you that their faith in God is not in jeopardy. It has indeed been tested by this crisis, but it is very much intact. The crisis, in truth, is about a profound loss of confidence by the faithful in our leadership as shepherds. Because of our failures in addressing the crime of the sexual abuse of children and young people by priests and church personnel, what we are facing is not a breakdown in belief, but a rupture in our relationship as bishops with the faithful. And this breakdown is understandable. We did not go far enough to ensure that every child and minor was safe from sexual abuse. Rightfully, the faithful are questioning why we failed to take the necessary steps. The unity for which the Lord prayed fervently for his disciples and his church on the night before he died, a unity that sadly has been broken too often in our history as a church, is in serious danger of being fractured again, this time within our beloved church in the United States. These are times that cry out for a genuine reconciliation within the church in our country. Not a reconciliation that merely binds a wound so that we can move forward together in some hobbled kind of fashion. What we need is a reconciliation that heals, one that brings us together to address this issue in a way that ensures that it will not happen again, one that begins with a love of the truth that is Jesus Christ, one that embraces fully and honestly the authentic elements of the sacrament of penance as we celebrate it in the Catholic tradition. Only by truthful confession, heartfelt contrition, and firm purpose of amendment can we hope to receive the generous mercy of God and the forgiveness of our brothers and sisters. The penance that is necessary here is not the obligation of the Church at large in the United States but the responsibility of the bishops ourselves, both what we have done and what we have failed to do, 
contributed to the sexual abuse of children and young people by clergy and church personnel. Moreover, our God-given duty as shepherds of the Lord's people holds us responsible and accountable to God and to the church for the spiritual and moral health of all of God's children, especially those who are weak and most vulnerable. It is we who need to confess, and so we do. We are the ones, whether through ignorance or lack of vigilance, or, God forbid, with knowledge, who allowed priest abusers to remain in ministry and reassign them to communities where they continued to abuse. We are the ones who chose not to report the criminal actions of priests to the authorities because the law did not require this. We are the ones who worried more about the possibility of scandal than in bringing about the kind of openness that helps prevent abuse. And we are the ones who...